Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Dr. Michael Kell joining us live here on the show. Are you with me? I hope so. Can you see me? Yeah, a little. I'm a little like. Uh, yeah, I'm a little uh, slow. I don't know. See, it's kind of weird. I mean, because usually I use a uh, razor camera. <laughs> for some reason, it doesn't remember where it is anymore. I have no idea if these things work. Well, you look good. Everything looks. I have to good. use my Dell. So that's what best we could do. I could use a Logitech though too. It's like three cameras on this computer. Well, welcome back. Talk, Great so. to have you here, my old friend. Well, good. Is I'm back good. joining us. I missed you, and I hope things will be improved in the future. I hope so. Can't wait. I have big We've hopes been talking about meeting for like a year now, and it hasn't happened yet. So yeah. we got to move on that. I don't know. You know, I can't believe it's impossible to get a studio to sign up. You need to move to other county then. No, we got you. Know, one studio was having problems, I know, for a little bit. They actually said they were having problems because they're short-staffed. But I don't know. I just got to take them on the word. Our studio? Well, not you per se. Oh, I'm like, yeah, because the last live show I did, like in person, was a few, quite a few months ago. I haven't been doing any live shows except these podcasts with you, but I did one a few months ago at that studio. Unless they changing studios, I haven't been around to do any live shows. But you're my. I know you had something to do one time. You know, areas pre pre scheduled, which is fine with me. Yeah. You actually told me, so that was good. <laughs> now we got to get you up here. I'm trying. I mean, John's trying. Everybody's trying. And it doesn't seem to be actually, seem to be working very well, which is not so great for the world. No. I can't get the projects going, with raising all of you to where you need to be, like in the Menonian age in Crete. You know, <laughs> women held equal power to men. Yeah. And uh, we haven't talked about that yet before, have we? No, Definitely. we can talk about whatever it is that you want. That'd be a good you... thing to talk about since it's Thanksgiving, and so we can give thanks for something. But one of my uh, I don't know what the word is, but I'm going to say beliefs, but it's not belief like belief. You know, or one of my things that I think is true mm-hmm. is that, you know, if we've never ever experienced something, I mean, on the human scale, okay, yeah, then there's no way to experience it. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about what we do, is what really we're, we're, we're waking up to things we've probably learned before or, you know, or could have learned before, you know, and there's a lot of information out there in our conjoint species mind, you know, and most of it is about uncovering it. Mm-hmm. You know, even though you, you know, we're learning in, in the physical world, really recovering knowledge that already exists there. And things exist that we don't know about there, too. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a different thing. And so, you know, one of the things that I think we talked about, you know, and it's, it's important, is that the question about bliss, you know, Christ talks about bliss, in other words, okay, and then Buddha and all the Hindu guys talk about bliss, and, you know, and, and Nirvana, whatever you want to call it. And so the question was, what are they talking about? They don't. They don't give you something that's down to earth, practical mm-hmm. here. Okay. And like, for example, I mean, our feelings are a mental representation of what our body is going through. Okay. So emotions are things that emote you, move you. It's the body, you know, and then feelings is how we, we you know, we experience it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to pay attention to your body, but usually experience it there, you know. And so if you want to change your feelings, you know, it's nice to put them back in your body. That's what the physiology is. Even though you don't have to know exactly how it works, but the fact you put them back into the physical is a really good thing because we understand the physical. I mean, we live with it all the time. You know, you live with dream worlds, but it's sort of nebulous, you know, unless you're really, really advanced and stuff. And so, you know, and so it makes you think of, well, if that's true, then, you know, what's, the body would have to know bliss in order for us to have a feeling of it, to have a realization of it. 
because most of our data is sensory data. And, and we talked about before, you know, little babies are born out of bliss into a blissful state. If they're normal, you know, not damaged and stuff severely. And, you know, but you just don't remember it, you know, because little babies, when it's fed, right, when it's on the mother's titty, and it's mm-hmm. milk, say, it falls asleep right away because they can't hold too much milk when it's just born out of that womb. And so they fall asleep. And you look, look at them. Where are they? Mm-hmm. They're at peace. Babies know joy. They don't know they know joy, but body knows joy. Okay. And, and they're in a state of perfect well-being. They're yeah. totally unperturbed. Ah. It's the only time in our life when we're not perturbed because we're in peace and we're in joy and we're well-being. See, so the universe is so pleasant to us and so kind to us that they actually give you a taste of what nirvana is. Mm-hmm. The problem is the baby's, baby's brain don't record very well, so they won't remember it, which means the parents don't remember it either. No one remembers it unless you go through some kind of training, you know, meditation, whatever it is. And But it's there, you know, which is why Jesus said, you know, you got to be like a little child. Mm-hmm. He's a lot smarter than people think, especially Christians. Because they want to take it how the preacher takes tells them, not how somebody who is more enlightened might tell them. And so, so that's you know one one part where the most important thing is to get in a state of bliss because then you're awakened. You know, with other things you have to do, and so that's in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now the question comes up: Why do the Hindus talk about the four ages of man? The, I think they're called yugas. Okay, but I forget a lot of stuff. And you know, the first age was supposed to be a golden age, and it was a silver age, and then it was probably like a Copper Age and then the Iron Age. And so we're probably in the Iron Age right now. I mean, technically, because we've been st- iron and steel, but it's the bad part. It's really bad, okay? I mean, it's, everything's failed, basically. And it's going to have to be turned over so you can go back into another going age with all cycles, they say. It doesn't mean it's the same every time, but it cycles. And so, so the Hindus talk about that. Okay, what, you know, what did it, you know, the, you know, the, um, Greeks talked about it because it came from Hindu thought, okay, because they had a golden ages of four races of man, gold, silver, uh, copper, and iron, okay? And so the question is, well, if this works this way, then if there's if people are thinking about a golden age, there must have been one. Because how would they know about it if it wasn't one one before, okay? And there was a golden age. It's amazing. And there's a lot of archaeological data on it. And it, it was mainly in probably like Turkey and you know, Turkey, the whole Turkey area, and down to Levant a little bit, beginning, and in Europe, you know, and probably mean North Africa too, but right around there, because when they, when mankind discovered, or some angel came down and explained it to him about agriculture, you know, you think of how they had a farm and they had to figure out which ones you could grow, how to grow them, you know, how to for how to take care of it. It took both people, both species, to work together. Do it. And so agriculture brings us together. You know, not big farmers with equipment and stuff, but the old-fashioned kind, like up to probably 1800, maybe 1900. You know, farming is hard work, and so both have to work together. And they have different jobs, but they share things. And so when that happens, women are as important as men, right? The society should be fathered and mothered in the ideal situation. You know, and sometimes mommy has to be father too, like you. And sometimes... You know, daddy has to be mommy, too. Mm-hmm. And, and people growing up should be taught to be able to do both those. You know, because we do have a female side, if you're lucky, yep. a male and a male and a woman has a male side. You know, it's not a 50-50. Uh, that'd be really prime if it's more than 50-50. But, um, you know, and so we have this capacity to do this in us, okay? And so there was a golden age. It was in the Neolithic period mm-hmm. when agriculture was discovered, which is like 
10, 11,000 years ago, depending on where you were. Okay, and that lasted and they could seal it. That's why like cities in Jericho and all these big cities were built, you know, and especially in Crete. Crete was like the, the, the pinnacle of it. You know, all sophisticated salt sewer systems and everything else. But in Crete, it's interesting because they, they've been digging it up for 100 years. Mm-hmm. You know what? They've never found any statue of some famous man or woman that was like a king. I mean, it may have been a king, but not the way we think of the king with power. You know, and everything shows that that society had a function with the, without gender problems. There was no male dominance. It can't be female dominance because males would kill them. Mm-hmm. So that one we could just throw out. But it was balanced, okay? And so if males and females were in control and mothers are there, it's kind of hard to have war. I mean, you have some disagreements sometimes, right? Because mothers don't like war. The kids get killed. Yeah. Mothers don't really care probably that much. But mothers do. Mothers are very important. And uh, so if you and I look at the archeo- archaeological stuff now, from a from, a, from a, a viewpoint that's not biased, there's a lot of things proving this. You know what's going on, what happened. But American, you know, regular archaeologists covered it up because they're male dominant too. But it's there, so it's the female archaeologists yep. taking the data and going back and looking at it, to see what actually was there. It, it's coming across. That's probably the last forty years, probably. You know, that's been big. And uh, so, so what you see is there really was a golden age. Okay, because there was no war. Male and female had equal, were equal in, in status and equal in importance. They may have done different things, but they had to do them because if one doesn't do their job, the other one can't make up for it totally. <laughs> and um, and it's interesting because his name, his name is it's like Iambus or something is her name. She's real big into this archaeology and stuff and art. So she had a book, which I had. But I can't find it when I moved. But I think I saw it, saw it over here. So it must be here somewhere. And what it was was about the fertility figures, you know, and the snake goddess and all those things that they found, you know, Venus Venus figures back way, way far. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they all say they were Venus figures. So I was looking at all these pictures. You know, have some are pretty good, some are pretty bad in terms of things. And I go, you know what? It doesn't make sense either because I knew matriarchy doesn't make a sense if it's dominant. Mm-hmm. Even then, okay, before I knew anything. And so I started looking at these statues and stuff. And I started turning the book upside down. And I go, a fertility clit, uh, fertility, you know, subculture makes sense because I mean they it must have been amazing why baby, you know, you have sex. They probably figured out who got pregnant and who didn't have to have mm-hmm. sex. And then the baby's born. You know? So it takes two, they know that for sure. So it should be balanced there too. And so if you take these statues and some good ones and turn them upside down, you know what it looks like? The breasts, the butt, okay. Or I guess I go, yeah, I guess the butt. If you turn you got a butt and big titties, okay, mm-hmm. right? Turned upside down, you got a penis with the scrotum. Yeah. And the penis head is a little, it's a little kind of little triangular. So it's not quite three dimensional. I mean, it's made three dimensional, but it's not uh-huh. quite made dimensional. And so I went into the literature and so I looked for erect penises on the internet so I could get one to match what I saw, you know, because you have to be, you know, so it's like expanded and stuff. And, did, and I did. And it, it really is. Turn upside down, looks like, or right side up, looks like female. Turn upside down, looks like a male. And that would be the perfect thing I would make if I was back then. Because it's it's representative of both male and female and its fertility in life. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if anybody knows this. I was going to write a paper on it, but I never got quite around for it. It was like probably 15 years ago. But this is apparently a good culture, you know. And guess who? I can't cuss on your show, but I would I would if I could. But guess <laughs> who ruined it? Man. Now see around what? So you, well, you don't know the answer. Just saying. But around four, you know, first started like in 4500 BC. Mm-hmm. Six, six six and a half thousand years ago 
And then it probably ended around 2,500, depending on where you were in Europe. Okay. okay. The Kurgans, who are also known as Indo-European, well, the, the Aryans came down, okay? Uh-huh. You know, the Indo, they say Indo-Europeans, but they're probably a different group. Came, they started coming down through through Anatolia, you know, Turkey. And guess how they were? They were, I mean, they weren't farmers. They were pastorios, wow. which is sort of an individual kind of job, right? Okay. And the more sheep you have, the more power you got. So they were male-dominant, subjugated women, loved violence, loved war. The gods were war gods, storm gods and war gods. Okay. So they came into a very peaceful culture. So that's the next change. It wasn't even the, maybe it was like silver for a little bit, but it's going downhill. And so their invasion, mm-hmm. coupled with, look at Madam in this one, but the, Semit, the Semitics okay. came in in the south, you know, from, probably through Arabia, maybe found Indian, you know, at the same time. And they had the same kind of culture. And if you read the Old Testament, it's clear they were a violent storm god-worshipping, female-subjecting, animal-sacrificing, and people, by the way, just like the other guys were. See, and so got yeah, so they so the peaceful the golden age was attacked them. I mean, from the east and the top and the bottom, so to speak. And when they went in there, yeah, they didn't destroy all the cities, but they, it ruined the whole social system. And we're still suffering from that social system today. You know, and so. If, so if you start looking at the other agriculture, I mean, the Bible is a great place to go to see this. You know, I mean, think about this: what God we would worship, that we would worship or care for, would 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 say, "Go in there and kill everybody, and only keep the virgins. Get rid of the ones that had sex. Get the animals. I don't want any of those guys in my in your country." Mm-hmm. Well, God was. I mean, Satan might say that. You know, if he was that bad, but. I don't think it is, but if he was, you know, and so it's and so this most of the Old Testament, not all the books, it's just a historical story making that that, that the Semitic people look good. Okay. I just don't have his Jericho is totally tore down, they still got it today. You know? And so it's really sad that we're we're in bad shape. Yeah. You know, and the only way I see to change it, it's only gonna be one person, one woman at a time. Okay. Yep. Is find the women who are vocal, powerful, you know, but in a female way to bring up mother energy to their society, you know, and you only do one at a time. No one can change society unless you destroy it, mm-hmm. like instead or whatever, or like the you know the in, invaders did. And so to do that is what needs to be done because if that we do that, it's it's going to change our species because women have lost saying who who breathes with who, you know, and they will breed out sociopaths hopefully and if not that science will get rid of them anyway but you know you need to get rid of sociopaths you know genes for that yeah right because these guys brought them in from the east they weren't in the west you know they were much more altruistic on the surface and stuff so that's why i'm a book series is about this whole part of it's about this whole thing and when I write, it just comes to me. And so I go, oh, yeah, going age, Maya. So I have a little, made a little history of Mayans, okay? I mean, it's not you know, just this history. And then, you know, then, then Jesus is propagating in the, in the, you know, in, in the Levant, you know, to bring all this stuff together. Hmm. But it's radical. That's why that's why my show is going to be radical enlightenment, radical healing, and radical abundance. It's just time to stand up, you know. And the funny part is, if it starts working, it's going to be a female revolution. Mm-hmm. You know, and it won't be the feminists either. You know, it's not going to be the women who want to be a man. I'm not talking about, you know, gender here, but want to, you know, fit into a man's world as a man. This hasn't helped us, has it? Not really. We seem to have more rights, but you don't really. 
Yeah. You know, he's not in control. Even when they have money, they're not in control. You know, and I think there's more rich women than, than men. And I don't see them doing much about this. Yeah. Give the charity, save the kids, do poor. It just doesn't help. It's nice, but it doesn't help. And so that's my plan. I don't know. I, I can't I can't I, I can't say it's gonna work or not work, but I know I can do it. And it's all you have to do is do. You know, you're not responsible. For, we're not for the fruits of our action. It's a Buddha said, you know, you do it because the Taoist. doused. You do something because it's the best thing you possibly know to do right now. Yep. Whether it works or not is not your concern. Mm-hmm. You know, which is the old saying, man proposes or a woman proposes and God disposes. You know, we're on the proposing side, you know, and do the best we can to Never carry it to where that. our vision would be. I like that. But it's not us, not up to us to do it because we don't know the big, we don't know all the facts of the big picture. Oh, we know maybe we're supposed to kill ourselves so there's some nice human humanoid aliens can come down here and fix the earth for us. Yeah, we right. won't be around anymore to enjoy it, but they will. Who knows? Hmm. I'd love to see you smile. Always. Always you happy. You pretty smile. Thank you. I'm You're thankful. Welcome. Thankful. I'm happy. I get a day off Thanksgiving. What do you do for Thanksgiving? Gotta ask. You know, it's funny about Thanksgiving is I go to church, this church, not because I go to church. I go to church because a friend of mine is a, is a pastor there. And I like his sermons. I don't like the rest of it, but I go there and help out a little bit. But he's so talking about Thanksgiving a little bit, Sunday and stuff. And you know, if if I was an out, if you're an outside observer and you watch people at Thanksgiving, you know what is it? What what would it look like? Everybody's stuffing their mouth with food, taken, 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 right? Mm-hmm. You know, and so unless you knew the whole culture and stuff, that what was meant to be that you know, like here again. The mom and the grandma prepares this wonderful dinner because they love the, the family. The family can enjoy it. You know, and then by enjoying it, they make the mom and the grandma feel good, right? Because they, they're appreciated. Yeah. But I don't know how, I mean, I don't know how that happens. Kids aren't taught that, I don't think, in general. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I don't know about it. other families. Can't say. So. We, um, hold on. We're live, losing the stream. I feel like there's an internet issue because I'm spotty over here. Can you see me all right? We're good. Beautiful. Oh, you're so sweet. You're so, so complimentary. Oh, it's true. <laughs> I, gotta, I, I also need your update. What's the lady status update? Uh, let's see. <laughs> but I don't, I, let's people listen. I don't realize that I romance women. This is my job. Romance in the stone. But it's not based on taking advantage of them. It's not even mm-hmm. based on sex. It's based on showing them sincere appreciation yep. by loving them, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and making them feel like they belong because women want to belong, not ownership, just belongingness, I think in general. Yeah. Not everyone, but in general. And, and, and so what happens is I've been doing it all my life. And, and, and as I thought as I get older, it calmed down, but it doesn't. It's because, I mean, you know, it's, it sort of depends where I am in the world too. Okay. But, you know, but what happens is I just, it's in video. It's terrible on video. It's, it's, it's worst place ever. To do things this okay because you're not distracted and you're focused and what I, and i just radiate loving kindness to them you know and, and you know and they say things and i just give poetry whatever i need to do and they just feel so much attention and it's genuine you know to them as if they're the only woman in the whole universe Aww. which they're not okay because now i got too many people who want to marry me <laughs> to have the problems like you yeah so but but it, but it really, but I've learned a lot about women because of that. Mm-hmm. You know, like this 15-year-old journey of looking for one particular person, 
lady, which I probably found by now, I think, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. And, uh, you know, and just listen to females talk to me all the time. And on video, it's easy because you can read them easier. It sounds funny, but you can't because there's less distraction from the environment, you know, and, and you can't like be lusting after them very easily if you're not there with them. Mm-hmm. True. You know? So it's really conducive to get to know people and then you would go to meet them later. You know, because you can cuts out a lot of confusing things that happen in relationships to cause us to make boo-boos. Totally. All the time. <laughs> Guilty of that. <laughs> you know, like I, so I was listening to show day with Michael, uh, Christian Michelson, and he was talking, and he was talking about, he was doing some waste stuff with people, which is kind of foolish to do on video, in my opinion, but that's okay. But, you know, you know what I, so I just, I just make little comments, you know, I don't care if people say anything, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. And, you know, so I'm just thinking, you know, our problem is, is that we accept, we think we can have excuses. You know, I didn't, you know, I didn't get to marry that guy because blah, 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 or I didn't go to the right school, blah, blah, you know, or I'm too skinny because, you know, something, they make a reason up for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you think about it, if you just would, if, it, if people would just learn that excuses are not helpful in life, you know? You have to be, there's they're sort of excuses, they're excuses, a way to have pity on you, okay, in a sense. Yeah, you can have hardships and things to overcome, you know, but excuses shouldn't be out in your life, you know, and if you stop making excuses for where you are, and if they're actually true, guess what? They fade away after a while, you know, and you're okay with your imperfections. Doesn't mean you wouldn't like to have something better, you know, likes and dislikes are different than what you do a lot of times, but life is so much easier. If you just don't make excuses up, you know, don't make mindsets up to explain why you didn't get what you want to do or why everybody doesn't like you. I mean, you should accept that people don't like you sometimes. I remember one time I was at a, mm-hmm. you know, at a, at a pizza, probably was in college, maybe high school, I don't remember. And, and, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine, there's a lady, and she goes, you know, so-and-so doesn't like you. I go, really? <laughs> why, what they don't, what does, I would like to know what they don't like, because maybe they're right. Yeah. And I can improve it. She may not be like I was insane. Of course, I am insane, but that's a different story. No, no, no. You know, and, and you know, and so, so I knew that if, you know, I accept whatever happens. You know, but if you don't, but if you if you don't accept some things, doesn't mean you should be abused or pushed around. Okay, but if you're not willing to accept that somebody doesn't like you, but what's what are you really saying? I don't want to accept. Yeah. Then, you know, then some. You see, then you want to accept, accept, and then you just stay out of the places where it's not helpful for you or it's hurtful. You know, but if you want to accept love, you have to, if you want to be loved, you have to accept it if somebody gives it to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and that doesn't mean you shouldn't be, have due diligence, of course. You know, but when you just get to this place of acceptance, you know, you don't, it doesn't, I mean, don't like it or love, or do like it, love it or don't love it, but who cares? That's just your, that's just how you feel about it. But if it's the right thing to do, you do your best to do it. Realizing that it may not have been the best way to do it. So what? I don't need an excuse because I didn't know everything then. Mm-hmm. It's so true. You know, so not so difficult, really. I don't think parents should, but their parents can't teach us, right? Because they don't know. It's like, I'll just can't teach us, right? Because they don't know either. Oh, the only people know are the real religious leaders of the world. You know, Muhammad knew, Buddha knowed in his, knows in his way, you know, Lao Tzu knows in that way. Christ definitely knew in his way. Mm-hmm. Moses is probably a, a myth. He's wouldn't that nice. So, uh, you know, there's no evidence of seven plagues in, in Egypt, and they, and they were never in Egypt anyway. And they would have been in northern Egypt with the Hikos, which were the same kind of guys they were. So the Egyptian, the actual Egyptians wouldn't have been abusing them. Uh. But it's all made up to make itself look good. You see, it's vanity, vanity, vanity. 
sad thing. Well, let me ask you, just curious, what's happening in the world now? What, what is your take on this? I mean, what, just personally, if you don't mind sharing about what's happening, you know, with Israel, Hamas, has this been something yeah, that's... Yeah, let me find one of my stupid speakers. I didn't need that. Say something. Hi, hi. Oh, that's nice. I was just going to ask, no, your your information about um, your, your, your take on what's happening in the world right now with Israel and Hamas. How do you... What do you know about that as far as... I mean, I don't... I mean, in terms of I, details, I don't know anything, okay? Mm-hmm. But I will tell you what I see. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know, the Aryans have been fighting the Aryans and the Semitics have been fighting the Semitics, okay? Semites. Since 6,000, 7,000, 8,000 years ago, okay? You know, and it's the same thing. If any of them really understood God, yeah. they would not be doing this. Okay, and so I find them all to be hypocrites. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the Israel shouldn't defend its the territory it was given. Okay, by the British, I might add, actually gave it to them that they have now. It wasn't God? The British gave it to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so, but you know, but you can't. But you know, when you're when 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 a country's egoism is so high that they think God would love them more than anyone else, is not very spiritual. Yeah, you know, and you know, and clearly that's the case. I mean, the, 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 the Muslims who aren't Muslims anymore, okay, because they didn't not do what Muhammad taught them. Muhammad said, don't be an aggressor. God hates it when you're an aggressor. Oh, I hates being aggressors. So what do they do? They're aggressive. Israel's aggressive. Mm-hmm. America's aggressive. Putin's aggressive. Yeah. You know, so if you had to pick someone that they would worship, but most people would say, well, they would probably worship Satan in truth. But that's not even true either. They worship as this archetype. That, that is Satan, that we created mankind through our evil and our misintentions and our egoism and our greed, you know, and it's in our psychic mind and it feeds on us and we take energy from it. And, it, and it's, it's, a, it's a really bad situation. Mm. And I don't think anybody should go around killing anybody. Now, there yeah. is defense. Defense is okay. If somebody attacks you, you have a right to defend yourself. No. You know, it doesn't mean you abuse your enemy, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, I'm imagining that between the Russians and the Ukrainians, even there are some cases of abuse and stuff. I mean, I don't know how much there were, but I, that's not, it's a war, a real war of defense, even they're all corrupt. Okay. People there, the people themselves are defending their country, yeah. you know, and they're, they're, and they were attacked. Okay. But I mean, their, their government are very good at war. They're just corrupt as the Russians are, just corrupt as they were before the war. So you know, so the poor people who, you know, who, what did Jesus like? Like the poor, regular people, right? Not mm-hmm. the fancy guys that thought they were so great. You know, Muhammad, who did he like? He liked the poor, the regular guys. You know, not just poor, but I mean, poor in spirit, but good guys. You know, the guys that wouldn't try to do the best life, live life well. You know, and we just don't see it. You know, and then, every, then they want to say, well, I'm right, they're wrong. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, and this is what pit makes me, well, if somebody's Jewish, they get pissed off at me at this one, but I actually know a lot of Israelis. I don't really care, okay? Before it was worse. You know, and what and they kept talking about the Holocaust, Holocaust, Holocaust. One day, sometimes things happen to me, I can't just keep my mouth shut. Yeah. You know? And and I go, you know, what the Germans did was really, really wrong. It's terribly wrong. Okay. But there's been like a thousand known genocides in mankind's history. Mm-hmm. You know, and you who did a genocide yeah. on the other people around there apparently are telling me that's wrong. The Germans are worse than you are? I said, no, you are worse than the Germans. The Germans had ideology. Mm-hmm. They didn't say God made them do it. They didn't like God, okay? 
you know, and so it's like people just won't accept, not excuse, but accept the truth. You know, it doesn't mean I'm, you know, I'm right about everything. I'm not right a lot of times. But, yeah. you know, it's better to love than to hate. That's the Buddha you say, you know, love, hate is never overcome by love, only by, you know, by hate, by love. But sometimes you got to be sort of mean. And uh, in our regular world, oh. it's, it's not, but I don't know. It, women have to take over. That's, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. You know, you know, and the men are going to have to behave themselves because they won't get no, you know what. And, <laughs> so you know, and they'll have to spend more attention to them. <laughs> you know, moms are, moms are powerful. Yeah. You know, especially as they had a powerful mom. If you're a little boy, you remember that. I mean, it's abusive, but powerful. You know, so men don't listen to their moms a lot of times. They don't listen to their dad because dad's like them, you know. <laughs> so I'm just hope and pray that that we get that we don't totally kill ourselves. Oh, thank you. Not for me, it doesn't matter if I'm an angel, but there's a yeah. difference. But and... it, bothers, it bothers me immensely. Oh. Being an angel on light and in the world is a bad place to be. Yeah. You can't leave because you you feel so remorseful how they behave. It's just <laughs> your conscious bothers you yeah so. well michael we are out of time i want to wish you a happy happy thanksgiving and um great seeing you speaking with you and grateful to have you in my life and i hope that i get to see you soon i always love talking to you but can't wait to see you walk up to ashley when i get hold of her again <laughs> all right oh well, you too you have a great time the boys perfect oh. else comes thank you so much pleasure and uh you're, you're you are a gem you are stop alexanderite one of the most rarest gems in the world out of russia it's multicolored thank you you're the best you have a great day okay thank you michael enjoy talk soon sweetheart bye-bye broadcasting from the business capital of the world this is the podcast business news network Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.